to the Hope is Powerful podcast. My name is Karen Sebastian Worth, affectionately known as the Hope Lady, and I'm here to share with you a hope infusion. I know you may be in a dark place right now, but you will get through it. You can go from rock bottom to the mountaintop. Let's start taking steps towards that today. To the Hope is Powerful podcast. My name is Karen Sebastian Worth, affectionately known as the Hope Lady, and I am in a new series called The ABCs of Self-Care for Caregivers. Are you a caregiver right now? If you're one of the almost 60 million caregivers in our nation, United States of America, I just want to give you an infusion of hope today. And I want to define how I mean hope. That word has not been used correctly. We use hope in the most hopeless of ways. I hope so. I want to boldly define hope as a confident expectation that there will be a good outcome. And it may not be the one we wanted, but we will make it through. We find ourselves standing where we always hoped we might stand. Out in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory, standing tall and shouting our praises. Romans 5, 3 in the message. A few weeks after bringing my late husband Bill home from the hospital, after days in intensive care, I got a call from a close friend and she was full of apologies. She was crying and I wasn't sure what had happened. And I didn't even know what she was talking about. She said, I'm so sorry, Karen. I stopped calling you. I still prayed for you. And I was to be real, to be open about it. I hadn't even noticed that she had stopped calling because I was just so busy. As she told me her story of what had happened, I came to realize what a special gift I had been given during that time that Bill was in ICU. There was another person close to my husband who had informed this friend to stop listening to me because I wasn't giving the true report of what was going on. In other words, she was saying something like, Karen is in la-la land with all her faith and hope crap. If you want to know what's really going on, call me. I know how hard it is to hang on to hope when you are getting really, really bad news. And the difference with what this other person was describing about me is that they felt that I wasn't, the difference with what this person was describing is that they felt that I was in denial. Instead, I was in hope. So I want you to move from denial to hope. There is a difference. Now, what is that difference? The difference is that in the middle of the bad reports that you're getting, you hang on to the truth of the love of God and you continue to declare his goodness in the midst of these hard times. And that allows you to inject hope into every conversation. Now, here's the thing. Hope is realistic. You admit there are problems. At the same time, you're looking for the plus side. Hope is not being in denial like I was being accused of. Instead, it's educating yourself to understand the terms of what the medical professionals are saying, and yet trusting God in the midst of it all. Medical professionals paint the worst picture possible. 
and it doesn't mean that it's a given and that that's what's going to happen. It comes back to where your confidence lies. You trust, hope says, I trust that God's going to work out the details, even when there's bad news. And most of all, you will survive and you will thrive in the midst of it all. The miracle that happened after that long hospital stay, God gave us another two and a half years with my precious husband. Yes, he was healed away. I didn't want it to happen because he moved to heaven, but I treasure the honor that he taught us and the way that the entire family was able to honor him. And we never lost hope of healing. In fact, he would have me pray for his legs every day and for his breathing. I managed to land in a wide open space, like the scripture talks about, of God's grace and glory in the midst of very dark times. I want to tell you as a caregiver that you are a thermostat. You can set the tone. You can set the atmosphere of your home. And I know you might be saying, no, but you don't understand. I do understand. I have been there. But the hope comes from what God can do in the midst of it and what he's doing in there. And then the other part is that you're standing tall and with good posture. You're shouting praise. So you're not waiting for the outcome and for everything to turn out perfectly before you shout praise. You shout praise. That's hope and faith, isn't it? Praising before the answer comes. You're praising him for the privilege of being exactly where you are. And that's what you need in order to be a thermostat. So here's three things that I want you to do for active self-care. Find a safe place. What I mean is find a place that brings you peace and go there every day. For me, it was a local park. I would walk and take my camera and take a picture of the sunrise every day. There was a bridge over a river. The reflection of that sunrise on that water is just something that to this day fills me with great hope. And on cloudy days, I still went. And that's when I got to see hope rays. Hope rays are the shafts of light that come straight through a dark cloud. It's like they cut through the darkest clouds and it takes dark clouds for them to show up. You need to find a place of refuge. You need to find a place where you can release the pent up pressure and any anxiety that can be building up. And you need to take that time consistently. In my case, it meant that I had to get up earlier but it was worth it. I would get up earlier and start the day in that walk. It was also my prayer time and it gave me physical exercise. So those were good things that worked for me. This is not for everyone. You may not be a morning person. Then go watch a sunset. Get someone to care for your loved one while you get out and do something for you. The second step of what I want you to use as active self-care is partner with others in communicating the status of your loved one's health. 
especially when someone is in critical condition, it can be a full-time job letting people know what is happening and what's going on. I love that now we can text and there's other ways. For example, you can let people know about a medical condition of a loved one when it's serious. One of my favorite ones is called CareBridge and it takes the pressure off to let everyone know what is happening or assign one of your kids to be the point person on Facebook, give, feed them the information and let them be the ones that keep everyone posted. The other thing is on Facebook, if you want more privacy, you can open up a private Facebook group, a prayer group for your loved one. All of these are things that are so important. If you know of prayer chains, make sure to let them know and keep them updated as well. Number three, make a praise list. When we have answered prayers, this needs to be acknowledged and needs to be recorded. The last day that we were in ICU, the pulmonary specialist came in and just sat there and stared at my late husband for the longest time because he had experienced a miracle. He went from complete dependency on a ventilator to being able to breathe on his own. And the doctor could not figure it out. And it was making him upset. I knew that it was answer to prayer. And I wrote that one down. What answers to prayer has God given you? One of the things you recognize when you are taking care of someone who's critically ill is that if you have strength to get up and walk and breathe and swallow and eat, it makes you so grateful for the things that so many people take for granted. Make a prayer list today and then keep it updated have prayer requests, and then next to it, the answers, the date of the request and the date of the answer. I know that some of you may not be as bold about your praise as I might be, but I want you to begin to speak your praise out loud because this intensifies the blessing. Remember the scripture, shouting our praises, standing tall, shouting our praises, something happens in the expansion of your faith and the expansion of your ability to make it through when you go to a place where you can do that. So get fanatical and shout out your praise. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I praise you. And you will be amazed at the release this brings in the atmosphere. Some of you need to do this in your homes as you're caring for someone who might be ungrateful. And yet you can change the atmosphere. You can be the thermostat. So let's repeat those quickly. The first one is find a place that brings you peace, place of refuge. Get others to help you communicate what's happening with your loved one. Make a prayer and praise list. I added that prayer to it because the prayer request, the date of that, and be sure to post the answer and keep that and begin to share that with others. So excited to be able to pray for you today. Lord, thank you that you fill our hearts with hope in the darkest nights of our soul. 
I ask you to fill these precious caregivers with an infusion of hope that they can pass on to others in their surroundings. Things may look bad now, yet I am so grateful for so many blessings. And I shout praises to you for fill in the blank for that one, for continuing to give these caregivers strength for, that's right, and for, you get the idea. Thank you, Lord, that you always have me land on my feet, and you're going to do the same for these precious caregivers. Thank you for giving them grace for every situation, and that they can begin to see the miracles of your glory at every turn. Thank you that they will continue to sense your presence. And thank you for providing everything that they need down to the smallest detail. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been Hope is Powerful podcast. These are the ABCs of self-care for caregivers. And I look forward to the next letter in the series. Please give us a review if you enjoyed this. Share it on your Instagram, your Facebook. Want to get this message out to as many caregivers as possible that they can change the atmosphere and infuse hope into the darkest of situations. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Hope is Powerful podcast. Subscribe now and join our Facebook group the power of hope for more hope infusions. Until next time, keep looking up for hope rays.